You were supposed to do it. You know what it is. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Walking Dead Review, episode 119. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 813. Do not send us astray. I almost fucked that up, but I somehow got it out. I gotta admit, I, I like this episode because shit's happening and I know what's happening. And they're not cutting the for the most part, they're not cutting the bullshit people doing bullshit things. It's a pretty straightforward episode. It's it's, it's re- really what the season should be, because it's the war season. And finally we get to see a little bit of war and characters, and we see them emote in the war. We see how, it, how the war affects our characters that we care about from the war. Can I get more repetitive than right now? Anyway... Uh, starts off with everyone's favorite character, Morgan. Uh, fucking Morgan's still alive. He, he's, he's walking around the woods. He sees the ghost of th- that one guy who got stabbed in the throat by the child. And the ghost is yelling at him, you were, you were supposed to. It was supposed to be you. You were supposed to. And he's like, shut up, shut up. And he starts fighting him. Cut back to reality. We see him fighting nobody because it's a ghost. And ghosts don't exist. But zombies do. Uh, this is a strange world. Anyway... Uh, Remember how Sadiq in the last episode was going to go work in the, uh, the the nurse with a nurse two episodes ago? How the fuck long ago it was? He was basically he has some experience here in the medical field. He goes and meets the cunt nurse who's sitting there, and she's like, "Have you ever done this before, or this, or this?" And he's like, "No, not really." And she just keeps giving him shit because she's a bitch and a cunt, like I mentioned, and just over and over and over. And then right when he starts uh, giving her shit back, and I was like, "I can predict her line," because then she goes, "You know what?" I like you. My dog just played a guitar. Could you hear that in the mic? That was weird. Had my guitar on the bed and the dog apparently plucked it. You're terrible at guitar. Sorry, baby. Anyway, the uh, we start to uh, we cut outside. We see all the characters like preparing for war because they know these characters are coming. And then the war music building up, and it almost almost turns into the into the Ghostbusters theme song. I was so excited. It's like dun, 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 dun. I was like. Something strange, like I was really starting to get into it, and it goes to the main theme song. I was very disappointed. I was re- How weird would it be if the Ghostbusters theme song played during The Walking Dead, especially during a war scene? He'd be like, what the fuck is happening? What am I watching? Um, Simon finally shows up, and they attack the hilltop at night. Uh, screw the 38 people that are in, imprisoned there. They have Remember the 38 saviors that they have in a prison, which we only ever see like seven of them, but somehow there's 38 of them. And, and then Simon's like, fuck them, fuck them all. And then fucking, it's just a, it's just another 10, 15 minutes. It's, just, it's a cool sequence. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's just people getting shot in the dark. So it's people I can't recognize being shot. And I'm like, I, I can't see anybody. It's just people. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I know I saw Tobin get stabbed in the gut, but then the guy walks away. And then Simon's about to shoot Tara with one of the, I don't know, was he going to shoot her with like the, the guts? And then, Dwight shoots Tara in the shoulder instead of just killing Simon. And I'm like, why wouldn't Dwight just kill Simon right there? I don't, I don't get why he doesn't just kill him. Nobody else is around. Why not just... Again, it's just extending the, extending the, the plot. It's just dragging it out. 
they should have had him far away. Like he he couldn't really see Simon and get to get shot off, and then he's forced into shooting Terra. Instead, he just shoots Terra and doesn't even think about killing Simon. Instead, uh, I mean, I'm glad he didn't kill Simon and, and fuck Terra, but so I'm glad, glad it worked out. But it didn't make any sense as far as the story goes. It, it just seems like you could fix a lot of your problems if you just killed Simon right there, because nobody would know. You know what I mean? But then the, the kind of war dies down after a while. Uh, where all of our characters in the dark get shot and killed and stabbed, and, and we don't get to see who they are. And then uh, Simon's like, they're all sneaking in the dark, and it's all quiet. They're sneaking up to the house, Maggie's house, which used to be Gregory's house, where his liquor, uh, where his liquor uh, uh, closet, there we go. Remember his liquor closet that he had? Anyway, they're all, and Simon's like, nice and quiet, Capiche, we're going to do a home visit. Nice and quiet. Nobody make any noises. And then he immediately starts whistling super fucking loud. Immediately. And I'm like, what are you doing? I thought you are sneaking up on him. Because they start whistling, the people inside the building, our main characters, turn on the, the car lights and it floods the yard. And then they start shooting at him and they kill the whole front line uh, of, of the saviors. And, and then Simon and them run away. And I'm like, oh my God, why did you start whistling? I don't, you could have snuck in the house. That's what your goal was. And you're like, nobody making noise. Hey, we're out here on the front lawn. If anybody wants us, I'm making a store run. You want anything? Like, what the fuck are you doing out there, Simon? You're a terrible leader. Maybe you shouldn't take over for Negan. Good God. Anyway, the saviors flee uh, because Maggie and, and Rick chase him out of there. Maggie thanks Rick for trying to kill Negan in the previous episode in the sloppiest manner possible. And then, um, and I cut back to the next morning, and Tara arrives in a car, and then Daryl's like, what are you doing out here? And she's like, I don't know, I'm just trying to do... That's all I hear when Tara's on screen. Um, but then I realized they switched her character yet again with Daryl. She switches with Rosita every once in a while, now she's switching with Daryl. She's like a fucking mirror. She's a mirror character. She's like a weird chameleon, but it reflects the her personality on them. It's fucking weird. She's like an alternate mirror dimension of, of characteristics. Because Daryl now is like, fuck Dwight, I saw him shoot you. And she's like, I think he saved my life. And he's like, I saw what I saw. And I was like, good God, every time Tara's involved, it's fucking irritating. I don't hate, I don't hate her character by herself. Like, she's fine, I guess. Uh, the actress is fine. She does a good job. She, will, she wasn't pregnant at all a couple of seasons ago. Uh, I don't want. I don't know why people keep saying that. She clearly was not pregnant and hiding her belly in every single scene she was in. Every single scene that wasn't true. This is not true. You know, she was. She was just awkwardly holding things out for no reason, no other reason. No, she wasn't pregnant. I mean, she's a lesbian in the show. She couldn't be pregnant. How, how would that even work? Did she have a zombie baby? I don't know. She wasn't pregnant. That's all. Why do? You, why do people keep saying she was pregnant? Anyway, uh, Maggie's plan is to convert the saviors. I don't I, I just rewatched the episode real quick and I don't remember what the fuck this is. This note is for, are, are we supposed to not, not know that, that she, I don't know what this note means. I'm just reading it. What it says. Maggie's plan is to convert the saviors ellipses. Are we supposed to not know that or what? I think she's talking about the, I think I'm talking about the prisoners. Um, obviously that's what the goal is. Um, the, basically we see Carol and, and with, with a guy in bed and then he had a gut wound. It's Tobin. But I was like, I thought this guy died. I thought that was the guy Morgan killed. Because I have no memory of characters in this show anymore. I can't keep track. Especially every time Morgan's on screen, I just tune the fuck out. I just am, am so disinterested in every scene Morgan's in now. And, and to, the, to the show's fault, because I like the actor. I like Lenny James a lot. 
It's just I don't care. They made me not care about him at all because he's flip-flopping. He's a pussy, and he's just like, I'm a roaming Steven Seagal samurai guy. I'm going to... I can't kill. Okay, now I'll kill. Now I can't kill again. Now I can kill. I've been wronged. I'm out for justice. I've been marked for death. I'm above the law. I'm under siege in the zombie world. There's probably more. It sure is weird out here in this dark territory. There's there's more Steven Seagal movies, right? I'm going to make an executive decision and move on from this bit here because I'm running out. Oh, anyway, uh, the guy's in fucking bed, and he's he's got a gut wound, like we mentioned. But since we know already know that the the, the weapons were, for the saviors were treated, we know what's going to happen. Um, the kid, the the fucking psycho kid, steals a gun and walks away with it. And then there's a cool scene because we see the uh, the overnight shot. It's uh, is this this scene? Yeah, uh, we see them all sleeping. They're all sleeping like fucking hamsters in the same room, like the downstairs of that mansion. And they're all sitting there, laying on fucking piles of each other. It's weird. And then Tobin gets like he gets overcome with a spontaneous spontaneous case of zombieitis because it fucking took Carl a week to turn, and Tobin took two hours. And then Tobin like is sneaking up on people like Jason Voorhees, like killing him, like Argh! and he's like pulling him through the doorway. It's weird. He's such a big dude. It's actually kind of intimidating. And then uh, we we get our first cool scene in a long time as far as zombies go, where the zombies, it's all dark in this place. The zombies start to take over the house. Like, they come in through the door, and it's a fucking chaos inside. It's really cool. And then, because there's nothing they can do. They don't know who's who. They're trying to look at for their loved ones. They can't They can't react fast enough because they're all kind of groggy still. I mean, I'm sure you wake up in a fucking hurry in this world, in this nightmare. But anyway, the psycho kid goes outside at night while the zombie attack's happening. He goes out to the pen of prisoners. He pokes Gregor with a gun. And we cut back inside. It's like a fucking zombie orgy. I'm penning the phrase uh, Zorgy. That's a zombie orgy. It doesn't have to be sexual. It's just a lot of people sleeping and then the zombies attacking. And it looks like an orgy from afar. Uh, it looks, I mean, they have clothes on. but So it's, it, we, they're watching the Zorgy. We go back outside. Uh, Jesus is finally back, by the way. He finally fucking came back for an episode. I, I, I actually kind of forget he's a character. He's barely in the fucking show. Um, and we cut back outside the, the zombie or the, the, the psycho kid. I'm so fucking sick of seeing psycho kids in this show. It, for some reason it, there's a lot of them in the comic and it works because they don't focus too much on it. And the show is just kind of like, I, I'm kind of just done with it. Cause we already saw the psycho little girl that Carol had to kill. We, we've seen it. Can we, can we be done with this fucking kid right now? Can we just kill this fucking kid and be done with it? Can we just be done with this fucking kid? I'm sick of him. I'm so goddamn sick of him. Um, we cut back inside. Uh, Tobin is, attacked, is attacking the girl that looks like she's from the first season of Lost, the black girl. Um, and then Carol grabs Tobin and throws him against the wall, and she yells, Stay back! And I'm like, are you yelling stay back at the zombie or the human? Because you're, you're looking at the zombie. It looks like you're screaming at the zombie. I don't, I don't think he's going to react the way you think he's going to react the, to the screaming stay back. I don't think it's going to work out so well. And then uh, they kill Tobin, and then in, in one and a half seconds, Carol does a full-body scan on Tobin, because Rick and, and Maggie and all them come in, Michonne, they come in, and she's like, and Carol goes, he wasn't bit, I don't know how he churned. And Rick immediately figures out Negan's plan, just, just entirely too quickly. He's like, oh, I, I saw Negan, Negan's bat, I had guts all over it. First, I thought he encountered some zombies. Now I realize they're treating their, their weapons to churn us, and Maggie... Maggie the actress that plays Maggie just like blurts out like, 
We're doing our work for him. We're working for him again. I think that's what she says. We're working for him again. Guys killing her own. I'm like, she's kind of slurring, but it's also like a bad mic. Like, it didn't pick up what she was saying at all. It was really sloppy. Kind of bothered me. I had to repeat it three times so I could hear what the fuck she said because it was nonsense. They're working for us again. The guy's working for us again. What? What? What, bitch? Goddamn. So, speak the fuck up. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, but let, me, let me go over this because this has been bothering me for, for quite some time since they introduced it uh, two episodes ago. The whole treating your weapons thing. Um, I hate this whole did something with their weapons thing. Treating the weapons with zombie guts. Because these people are constantly fucking in zombie... They're fucking constantly covered in zombie blood. Hate to say it, but your skin does absorb. It's, it absorbs liquids. That's how lotion works. It, it absorbs. It would eventually find its way in your bloodstream when you get enough of it. And if you have your mouth open a little bit, or it goes in your ear, or your nose, or God forbid your eye, you're getting fucking... Remember the, was it the opening scene of either 28 days or 28 weeks later where he's looking up at the sky and a drop hits him in the eye? And he turns... Yeah, that's what would happen. I mean, they're constantly like flinging blades around and getting sprayed in the face with zombie blood. What? Why aren't they zombies already? I don't like it. It's just stupid. You either got to do it and stay stay with it or don't do it. But they're doing it and they're not sticking with it. So it's it's fucking bullshit. Because they're constantly... Remember how how covered, how covered Glenn used to get in zombie guts? How just like disgustingly covered he would get? And then, and then sometimes they just get sprayed with zombie blood. And they just, like, at the end of this, Maggie's covered in blood. I assume it's zombie blood. I don't know. But it, they're constantly covered in blood, and they never, ever, ever, ever have turned because of it. But apparently, if you get it inside you, uh, with a wound, with a slight wound, it turns you. It turns you, goddammit. Uh, the state... Um, Basically, when the, when the kid was out there, the psycho kid was out there with them, uh, the prisoners got a bunch of zombie attacks. The, the open, gate opened. Some of the saviors fled. Some of the saviors stayed. Um, they're, they're, help, they're trying to shut the gate. Maggie's like, oh, shit, they stayed. Okay. We got our main prisoner guy. Like, we chose to stay because we, we saw what we meant to the saviors. Like, fuck them, which is the appropriate response because why would you even fight for the saviors at this point? I don't think they heard Simon say, fuck the 38, but you know what I mean? But then we see uh, they're kind of like working together, get the gates closed and everything, and then they're burying everybody later on. I don't know why I said that right now. Um, they're looking for the little kid, and then uh, Ezekiel showed up, and I'm like, why is Ezekiel such a minor character? Ezekiel and Jesus are such minor, minor characters, and I don't want it that way. Instead, the show focuses on fucking uh, Enid. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, instead, they focus on like uh, Morgan and other fucking bullshit characters I don't care about, like Morgan and Tara get so much screen time, and Ezekiel and Jesus get almost none. I know almost nothing. What do, based on the show alone, what do you know about Jesus? Name one characteristic outside of his physical presence and it, the fact that he can move quickly. Name one other aspect of his character. You fucking can't because they haven't gone into his character whatsoever. Not even a little bit. Ezekiel, they had one episode, it might have been my favorite episode in a long time, where they, we really got to know him when Shiva died and all that shit. It was really, it was really interesting to watch his character grow. And they, fuck, they said, fuck it, fuck it to that. We're not, we're not going back to that shit. Getting to know your characters that the whole show's based around. Fuck that. It's for the birds. It's for the birds. 
I'm not going to bitch about that once more. I'm just going to move on to the next scene because I'm growing as an adult here. I'm growing as a podcaster. Not just going to keep bitching. Nope, nope, just going to move on. Uh, they're looking for the kid, like I said, and, and everybody walks away except for Morgan because he has a ghost to talk to because he starts talking to that fucking ghost guy, whoever the fuck that guy was. And then the ghost starts yelling at him like, you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm the ghost of zombie past. And then he starts yelling at him. You know what it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. But then the next scene we see them burying people, which is what I meant to bring up now instead of earlier. They're burying everybody. And then we see that the fucking lesbian girl with all the, the swords or, or whatever the fuck she has in her back. She looks like she's from Game of Thrones. She looks like that ugly, ugly sister of the guy who got his dick top, chopped off. She looks like her from Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't know characters' names, apparently, at all. But anyway, she, uh, she's like, what is it? It was nice because the last sentence we heard was, you know what it is. And then uh, way too long of a silence to make it, make it a joke, but it was a while. And then we hear her go, what is it? And then it zooms in on Maggie's face for a very intense moment here. A little, a little interaction with Maggie. We get a glimpse inside of her. And she goes, the cost. And the camera pans back, and we see Rick walk away angry. And I'm like, what the fuck did that mean? What the fuck did that, the cost of, of, of war, of living, of, 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 of bread, of milk, what the, uh, gasoline, what the fuck are you talking about? What the holy shit? What the holy shit? I'm not even going to finish the sentence. I'm fucking mad. I, I don't know. I don't get it. And it was such like a... Fuck you at the end of a good, ep- oh, not great, good, end of a good episode. I was like, oh, I like this. Oh, fuck you. What? The cost? Just cut that scene. Just cut that line, really. If they just had, you know you know what it is, and a cut back, and they're just built, burying the bodies, and then Rick walks away angry because all his people died, so much better. So much better. Again, it's nitpicking. I get it. But I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about, why they're talking about it. Did she hear the ghost? Did this one lady hear the ghost? She's like, what's he talking about? What is it? Oh, the cost. Oh, okay. Wait, what's the cost? And then we just didn't hear that because the, 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 the camera panned away or faded away. In a, in a very, I, I do like the shot there when Rick's walking away from the, all, the, all the graves because it, it looked just like the comics because they always do the mass graves in the comic because they always get so many characters dead at once. And, and that, there's a thousand panels in the comics of like, wide shots of the, the tombstones. So this, this looked just like the comic, um, like that shot. There, I ended on a positive note. I'm not even going to say anything else negative. I'm just going to end on a positive note. It looked like the comic. It, it was a great shot. All right. This is very, very weird and awkward to end on a positive note, but I'm going to get the fuck out of here. LIWstudios.com. Check out the shows, the videos, the podcasts, all of them there. All the different ones we do. YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland. And then Loitering in Wonderland at YouTube.com. Send me all your Walking Dead questions or, or pictures. or you know, Pictures would be stupid because I can't really talk about i can't show a picture on, on a podcast well why would you send me that that's weird you're fucking weird um anyway uh until next time in the meantime i'm phoenix west so long citizens the cost <laughs>